This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where many Sundays, most Sundays, a lot of Sundays. You get this all over again uh, with a little something we call the town watch, which is me and Maureen. Uh, it gets a little looser, gets a little more casual. Uh, and that's if you give it the five or ten dollar a month level. That ten dollar a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club, which honestly is a pretty good club. That's all at patreon.com slash says who. Oh, my God. Would you like to read a book? Would you like to read a book about one of my books? If you're reading a book, why don't you read one of my books? Wow. <laughs> Did that you miss me? Amazing. Did you miss me? I got wrapped up in that one. Yeah. That was nice. That's it. That that was it though. That's it. Yeah, well, if you'd it. like to, if you'd like to order Maureen's books on the internet, and you could, I guess, sing that song while you do it, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org, our own little shop there that sells books on the internet. Uh, speaking of shops that sells things, there's also merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can buy says who merchandise. That's right, just like you would think with the shop with that name. We have it. You can order it. We will love you. That's all. (laughs) Ah, Dan. Maureen. A a gentle rain is falling outside. I'm sitting on a bed with with a window flung open. It's cool, 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 Dan, here in in England. I've just Sounds come like from Maureen's poetry corner right now. I've just come from tea where sure. I had tea with my sister-in-law because I got her a birthday present. Came with a tea at the end. It was a it was a little spa half day that I got her, but at the end they're like, How about That's now nice. we have a, a, and now you're ready for your tea? And then we sat sure. down and they plunked down like one of those towers of sandwiches <laughs> and cakes, four kinds of cakes. Four kinds oh, of sandwiches. And when I love they take, those little tea towers that they yes. bring. And when they take that away, you're like, wow, I've just eaten my weight and cake. That's when they bring out the scones and the clotted cream. Well, that sounds very nice. But you might wonder what that sound is that just started up in the background with me. Do you hear that? Is, is it the beautiful breeze that I hear? It, it, this? Yeah. That's what the is beautiful... Th- that's the beautiful great outdoors. I'm sitting outside right now. You might have a gentle rain falling and your window open uh, and just have come from tea. But I am sitting in the great outdoors of beautiful Colorado where 50 feet from me, they just started rotting the sewer. <laughs> Everything checks out. You see, he doesn't have the video on today because disapproved. No, this is the thing. Perfect. You just nailed that. 
What Maureen's trying to say is I have the video off to preserve bandwidth. But that apparently was too hard for your tea-addled brain. You're all hopped up on tea, Maureen. Dad, I didn't even get to tell you that one of the scones was a chocolate scone. Oh, man. It's a warm chocolate scone with chunks of of warm chocolate inside of it. There was a a bakery just around the corner from me that uh, we really started frequenting quite a bit because they had a walk-up window during the pandemic. And, man, they had these chocolate orange scones that were just incredible. Uh, like not American style scone, very much British style scone. And man, they were good, but they just shut down. Anyway, they are literally rotting a sewer. I can see them. Two says who the podcast that isn't a podcast. I'm Maureen Johnson. And it's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. Maureen Johnson. It's nice to hear your voice. Dan, I'm in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and, in Colorado. I, we have been doing stuff sort of kind of nonstop since arriving. Yeah. I have been in a different, I've been in, let's see, one, two, three, four. This is my fifth location. Wow. And the last one before we leave on Thursday. So I am now in uh, Cheltenham. What is uh, that? That That is some kind of fake name. That's Cheltenham or the bird that's directly outside. Cheltenham. Cheltenham. It's in the Cotswolds. Sure, why not? It's in Gloucestershire. <laughs> it's just more making shit up now. It's Gloucestershire. Dan? Hmm? We went to a... We went to Cambridge over the weekend because my husband's family, someone was having like a anniversary party. So they had a garden party in the garden of one of the Cambridge colleges. Ooh, well that's so fancy. I, yeah, I got to go. So you go in and all the, you know, it's the beautiful green gardens and you go back and it looks like truly it looks like a fairy tale sort of thing. You go through these. So the way Cambridge co- colleges, because Cambridge is made up of all these different colleges. Yeah. And you see all of these beautiful, like old, old buildings. And sometimes just on the street, there's just a big brown door or gate. Sure. That's the lodge. And when you go through those, the first thing you'll see is a like a big square of green and with the building kind of the, the building around it. Okay. And then you go through another archway and then there'll be another green or garden with more built like building built around it. And yeah, the, the party was back in there. Wow. So it was like an actual garden party with pims and and, uh, you know, tea and pims and sandwiches and, you know, pims eat is mess. An alcoholic drink. Yes. Oh, yes, it is. Isn't there also a little British cookie that's like a sponge cookie with an orange marmalade and a chocolate on it that's also called Pim's? They market it like a a Pim's Jaffa cake, yes. Ah, that's it. The Jaffa cake. Pim's is something I didn't know about until I met my husband. They're like, you get pictures of it. You can get glasses of it or pictures of it. Okay. And it is a gin-based... pictures, not like photographs. You can take a picture of it. You can all drink it. Just have to look a picture of it. It tastes like nothing. It doesn't taste like it, it tastes like soda or something. It tastes you like sold me. It tastes like you're drinking a non-alcoholic drink. So okay. that's the dangerous part because it's it's a brown gin-based liqueur that you that it tastes very nice. 
it's I, it, it's I don't know what's in it. It's like a million different flavors. And then they pour in top of that lemonade to like Sprite. It's a lemon lime soda. And then some maybe some sparkling water on top of that. And then into that goes like tons of garnishes, strawberries, okay. mint, borage, cucumbers, like lemons, oh, wow. limes, like oranges, like the whole fruit tray and the whole herb garden goes in there. So when you get a PIMS, it's like this cluster of fruit in this delicious fizzy drink. And mm. that, and you can drink glass because it's sort of lowish alcohol. But let me tell you, okay, you put back a couple glasses of that. It's real sneaky, Dan. It's sneaky. I bet. I bet. You're, you're like, I've only had three glasses of PIMS. And suddenly you're like, so why am I climbing the side of this building? Yep. So, but we went to dinner at the re- at the hotel. It was the whole family. So it was his brother, his sister-in-law, our nephews, his parents. Like it was a big family affair. Yeah. And we all had this lovely mm-hmm. dinner. And then they brought the very fancy dessert menu. And one of the things they offered was dessert Sunday bar. And if you wanted Sunday bar, then they brought you a second card. And okay. on this card, you got to select ice cream, what kind of sauce you wanted. And then this is the genius of it. There was a whole list of checkboxes of candy, like crazy English candies, silly candies. There was one that I I had to get it because one of the options was teeth and lips, gummy teeth and lips, but like gummy shrimp. Sunday. Yes. Yes. I'm not a a gummy guy in in a Sunday. I'm just not. I didn't. I just. I wasn't really either. But like. But they, teeth and lips are a, hard to turn down. I got the ice cream with the magic shell, and it has little teeth and lips oh, yeah. all over it, or like gummy shrimps and Coca Cola, fizzy cola amazing. bottles, and gummy strawberries. And it turns out that this garbage candy sundae was so good. I bet. That's how this time this 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 trip has been a trip of ridiculous gummy candy sundaes and. Pims and tea with with chocolate scones and um, it's like it's not real, you know. It's like nothing, <laughs> nothing counts. Here. Awesome. Nothing matters. Yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. I stayed in a hotel that had its own deer park. The guy would take you sure. out, introduce you to all the deer, and then the the head beekeeper and her six beekeepers would teach you, mm-hmm. take you around, and introduce you to every bee. <laughs> like, Why this not? Is, this is Henry. <laughs> He's a bee. This is Beezus. It was. So that's uh, that's got one more day done and back home. And it's been raining every day. It's been 60 degrees and cool every day. Man, that is the opposite of what today is, I think, 86 degrees. And this is the first day of our entire trip. We've been out for two and a half weeks now, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think. the first day of the entire trip that is under 90 degrees. Mm. It has been hot, hot, hot. I mean, it's been hot everywhere here in the States, but um, when you are living in a metal tube, you really notice how hot it truly is. Yeah. You really are in a big old metal tube. Yeah. We're in a, we're in a big old metal tube. It does have an air conditioner, but uh, I would say it, as the temperature creeps above 90, the air conditioner cannot keep up. 
Like it, you basically you you have to choose one half of the tube to keep cool at that point, and you just point the air conditioner toward that, and it does a it does a decent job of it. But um, yeah, it's hot. It has it is hot. It is going to continue to be hot. On Friday, we begin a descent down into the southwest where it is incredibly hot. We just changed a a campground reservation because we were supposed to be staying. And I think I talked about this on one of the town watches. We were supposed to be staying in Needles, California, which in addition to being the home of Snoopy's brother or cousin Mm -hmm. uh, is the hottest place in the United States usually. Yeah, uh, it's it is real the, hot there. It's the gateway to the Mojave Desert. Um, and uh, we it, it has been, I've been watching the temperature. It, they are cool right now. They are down from where they've been, and their highs are 114. So <laughs> we are not staying there now. We just changed the reservation. So we are staying where it will be a cool 102 instead. But uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's hot. It's hot. The heat is on, Maureen. Yeah, truly here every day has been, it was actively cold when I arrived. Uh, that I was great. actually, I have worn a sweater almost every day. Oh, man. I said to Janice yesterday after just, because one of the things that is, is very hard is when you are hitching up and doing all of the little finicky things that involve uh, moving a trailer you are doing it just fully baking in the heat. And uh, I get very sweaty and finally plonk down into the car. And I was like, you know, when this trip is done, let's move to Iceland. Yeah. Because it is uh, it's hot. It's going to get hotter. And boy, I'm, th- th- I'm over it. The airstream would do great here in England, and it's been chilly. The problem is I think you can't, like... The vehicle that you would need to pull it. I don't even know they make a vehicle that size in England. Oh, they do now. Also, the sound of the rain just tapping against the side of the airstream, I bet would be I, magnificent. I love, it actually rained last night here, and there's one of my favorite sounds in the world, Maureen, is is rain on the trailer because it sounds oh. incredible. And you're kind of just surrounded by it. And last night it actually, it, one of the things about being in the heat in the, in the in Colorado at least versus like in the Midwest where it's also humid like it is not humid here so when the sun goes away it cools down to the point that we've actually been able to have our air conditioner off at the night in night and last night because it was absolutely bucket pouring rain um we didn't even have fans on and stuff and so you just got to hear the splendor of the of the rain on on the trailer and that was pretty nice I do have to say that. That was pretty nice. We've also been with, uh, it's been rainy, it's been cool. We've been with people the whole, I there hasn't been a day that hasn't been kind of booked with multiple social events. Man. Which, it's been a long time since I've had that. It's, right. It's genuine. It's, so it's, I feel like I've been here for a month. Yep. Considering all I, last night, I went to a movie. We all went to the movies. Wow. I have seen Oppenheimer. Ooh. Saw Oppenheimer. I haven't been to the movies since COVID. So I haven't been to the movies in over three years. Yeah. It was exciting. I haven't either. So going back to the movies, Dan. That's fun. It was it was good too. It's a good movie. It's a good movie, Dan. 
But Dan, I kind of wish that they told it like Memento. They a little so they bit just do. told it backwards. It is actually a little bit like that because it's Christopher oh. Nolan and he's like, it yeah. wouldn't be me if I wasn't like going backwards and forwards and upside down. True. So the upside I'm, down part. I'm Christopher Nolan and I'm here to say I got to tell a story in my special way. I'll scramble up the plot and the timelines. You won't know what's going on, but that is fine. Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan, telling the story upside down. No one wow. knows what happened in Tenet. Don't get stressed. Here's a pennant. Do, do, do. Christopher Nolan. That wasn't a good rhyme, but, you know. No, what rhymes but with boy, tenet? you started it out. You started it out with my favorite, favorite, favorite uh, thing, which is the Fred Flintstone rap from the uh, when he was Fred Flintstone. He was here to say. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Every time I hear rap of that cadence i immediately think of uh when they marketed what is the flintstone cereal i'm blanking on it fruity pebbles that's what it was it was a commercial for fruity pebbles and it was rapping fred flintstone had a lot of breakfast buffets dan oh man a lot of fresh yogurt so you've been able to just get a full english every day if you wanted uh i've been doing a lot of yogurt and in the beginning because the place we first started off where I was with some friends, uh, had a lot of, like they have, they don't take much from the bees. The bees get to keep their honey. They take only a little tiny amount and you okay. got to kind of scrape the, the whole thing. Cause I met with the beekeeper, Dan yeah. and like the head beekeeper. And she was like, we leave the honey to the bees. It's their food. And we don't give our bees junk food. Like we let bees, like bees need that. So you can't take it yeah. away. We take only a tiny, tiny bit, but you scrape the honey from the comb. Yeah. So it's like fresh, fresh, natural honey. And uh, got to meet a deer, got to meet a sheep. You could get a golf cart and drive around and just go through their apple orchards where it was all free roaming sheep under the apple trees and wow. just walk around, just talk to sheep. Be like, hey, sheep, what's up? And they'd be like, Meh. you know, it was, it was like that a lot. There were chickens everywhere, like big fluffy oh, chickens that, that tried kept, she kept trying to come in. And the, all the animals are free ranging, like just free roaming, just the deer and the sheep. That sounds and incredible. The, it feels a little bit like a dream, Dan. It's been ice cream sundaes and gummy teeth and oh, sheep man. and. Well, I'm not going to brag, but they're still rotting the sewers. <laughs> must be, must be a really uh, persnickety clog or something, because they uh, they're still going. They're Dan, still you, going. You know, I'm going to go home to some real bullshit. Yeah, like it's, oh yeah, they, your whole I, your whole building will have fallen down in your absence. I have gotten four texts while I'm gone about like, sorry, the pipes keep exploding. So like, I know that there's, did I tell you Dan that the other day I went, I was, it's so gross in New York that you have to like shower at least twice a day. Like, yeah. Just so disgusting when you come and I come back in from walking the dog for an hour. I'm just so gross that I have to peel off the clothes Yeah. and set them aside and shower. And I was so hot and gross. I'd been walking for an hour and a half. I'd never felt as disgusting. I was like, I'm getting in the shower. And I was like, oh, cool shower, you know, where you're tipping your head up and you're like, oh, my face, the cool water. And then I looked down at myself, Dan. Yeah. And I looked down at the floor and I went, what's this? What's going on here? Brown, like brown mm. water. I was covered in rust flakes. Like my oh, whole face. Fun. Yeah, my, fun, fun, fun. But I was so hot, I didn't care. I was like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just cool <laughs> Good, water. Cool. Perfect. Good. You know, you know why, Dan? Look. Hot water heater rusted out. 
uh, we always have rusty, like they always have to turn the water on and off in New York and rust comes through. Look, a live frogs could come through those pipes and I'd be like, that's just a thing that happens. It's just a thing that happens. <laughs> just a thing that happens. I went, okay, here's how magical this trip is. I went into the restroom at the, at the hotel the other day as we were leaving and just in the restroom, they were playing the audiobook of Frog and Toad. The collected Frog and Toad. Oh. Do you know how much I like Frog and Toad? Me too. I don't like Frog and Toad. I love Frog. And I just yeah. sat there just against the sink, just listening. <laughs> I was so like, I was just enchanted. Well, that's beautiful. Oscar's okay. coming. He's holding up a key. Why are you okay. holding up a key? Am I supposed to lock the door? He's Mysteries. nodding. So I, and when I go out, I'm, I'm supposed to lock the door. He's giving me the thumbs up. Okay. And well, he's, he's nodding. And he's backing out of the room. Yeah, they're all going to the pub for dinner. There's a lovely pub. Oh, the, the pub has delicious food and they're all going for everybody's off to the pub around the they're gonna yeah. walk around the corner of the pub. And like when you're done, Maureen, here's the key and come to the pub with us. Come to the pub, Maureen, they say. Come to the pub. <sighs> I would love to. You know, go you to could the bring pub. your dog to the pub, the dog's in the pub with you, and like yeah. I've pet so Sounds many nice. dogs. That's I've been given nice. so many dog kisses, Dan. I'm in for such shit when I go back to New York. I'm going to get yeah. punished. You know that's this how these trips the work. Okay, okay. This is the thing, Maureen. Yeah. I feel like you do have a real belief that you deserve punishment when you have nice things. Mm -hmm. you, you don't, in fact, deserve punishment when you have nice things. I'm not saying You're I deserve anything. You're allowed to have nice things without no. punishment. Dan, remember... Then in, over Christmas, I went and I had a lovely Christmas in England. I was like, it was the best thing ever. And then I went to Philly. It was like, it was lovely. And it was yeah. lovely. And then I came home and then I immediately had a guy, crazy guy attack me in my yeah. own apartment building in the elevator. And then I got COVID and then I was stuck in California with COVID. Yeah, but. Because but I knew, Dan, I knew what was happening. You, you were stuck in a really beautiful hotel with COVID. I did land like jam side up on that situation but i'm just every now saying. and then they stop rotting the sewer and i think well that's <laughs> done and then they start it up again but dan yeah that's not the only thing that stopped and started this week hey oh pretty good huh i'm gonna do a little segue into my favorite piece of news this week okay so someone had to turn Lindsey graham on and off again not Lindsey graham mitch mcconnell doesn't yeah. matter. I've forgotten who they all are because I'm in England, where they also have terrible people. Mitch McConnell. So if you didn't TV. see it. Yeah, I saw it. You want to go and do... Oh, my nephews are running past. Okay. Well, that's fun. Yeah, they, yeah they, so Mitch McConnell, the mm -hmm. Senate minority leader, man who looks like a turtle... Man mm -hmm. who is single-handedly responsible for the makeup of the Supreme Court as it currently stands, mm -hmm. uh, walked into the Capitol Rotunda this week to give his normal weekly little presser that he does, where he promises to kill and eat all the school children or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck he says every week. Yeah, and instead this week he got up there, he started talking. And then he basically went, and there. Mr. McConnell, sir. 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 
wow, this is awkward. I don't like the silence. Are you counting the seconds out then? This, oh, I don't like it. No, I was just seeing oh. how long I could hold my breath for. <laughs> <sighs> yes, he, he completely shut down for about 20 to 25 seconds, 30 yeah. seconds. Just fully shut down. Something happened to that man. Yeah. There have been, I've read different opinions. Uh, um, did he have like a stroke or some sort of seizure or something? But he had clearly had some sort of a medical yeah. event. Yes. And that's, that's how it's been referred now is simply had an event. Yes. He was let off uh, by another senator. And then he did return a few minutes later and, you know, was asked, like, what happened? And he was like, I'm fine. And then he went on and did his little thing as if no one would be like, hey, that was um, frightening. Dan, what's And now we're learning that he, he, has, he has fallen many times in the, last, uh, in the last little bit. Yeah. Yeah, he's fallen a lot, Dan. Yeah. Dan... What's interesting being in a pleasant place with family and um, if anything, the only thing that's kind of brought me down a little is that sometimes when England gets real gray, mm -hmm. it can be a little like, but um, it's a real end of days feeling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like we might as well just do this now because <laughs> like, why not get a Sunday with lips and teeth on it? Like, yeah. That sounds delicious. It was weird. I liked it. I just and they were real nice. They're like, your plate of teeth, and they sent me a plate of teeth. Got <laughs> <Tell> me teeth. <laughs> um, my brother-in-law wanted the shrimps. He's like, Are may they, I just have? The, hmm? uh, I have. I just have a clarifying question for the gummy sure. lips and teeth. Right? Are they actual size? No, no, they're about one and a half inches. Oh, okay, so they're not like a wax lips. No, no. Which, but they are I don't little think they rows. Make of, anymore. But they are little rows of gums with teeth sticking out of them, and you just okay. pop that thing in your mouth and eat it because it's just candy. It's just gummies. But they're not designed to like have a hilarious moment when it looks like you have these giant teeth in your no. mouth. No. Nope. Do you I'll remember send you a wax lips? I do. This, for I those of you that don't know, they were marketed as a candy, right? There was a lot of wax-centered candy at the time, Dan, that was basically, I think, just adults trying to get us to eat candles. Because I mean, it literally was that. It was a lot of that. Did you remember they also had things that were just wax tubes? They were just clear sort of wax tubes that had little, like, sugary juice in them. Yeah. So to get at the sugary juice, you had to, like, chew off the end of this wax tube, yeah. sip down the half a teaspoon of weird sugar juice in there that, I don't know, hummingbird food or whatever the fuck it yeah. was. And then, I don't know, then you just had a wax tube and it was basically like chewing on a candle. I didn't, I didn't uh, assume that the wax tube was a food. I just figured it was a delivery mechanism for the little juice shot that you got. It is, but it's so weird that... There, like, so much effort went into like that little tiny spoonful of gross sugar juice. But you're like, really, had to like your mouth was kind of full of wax flavor, you know? It was like, and they wondered why we were always eating our fucking crayons. It was like every time yeah. you turn around, they were trying to make us eat wax. 
But wax lips were literally a red wax lip that it, you know, it looked hilarious to have on a child's mouth because they suddenly had a giant red mouth. But right. the idea was you were then supposed to sort of chew it like a gum, I guess. They were horrible. I remember yeah, they, being young and being like, this is awful. I don't know why they anyone thinks this is a good idea. It was literally like chewing a candle. Yeah. They were always trying to make us eat candles. We could also buy and eat candy cigarettes, which were just these yeah. like little chalky, barely sugary sticks. Yeah. That were not even as thick as cigarettes. They were real thin. And they right. had a little, they were just white with a little red tip. And they came in a little cigarette pack. Yeah. And you would be like, I got my cigarettes. And you'd like pretend to smoke them. And then you'd like, tum, 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 tum. well, they, that, they was just, were that was just eating. a little bit of paper. They were wrapped like a cigarette so yeah. that you could also, you could blow and little, uh, you would get little like a puff of sugar that would come out of it, like uh -huh. smoke. This is a real thing they used to have. Oh, Candy yeah. cigarettes. You always bought your pack of like fake candy cigarettes that were basically just chalk. Yeah, they, so they were, were like always a, trying. They were like a compressed sugar chalk. Yeah, they were like compressed sugar chalk. So they were always trying to make us eat wax and chalk and have fake cigarettes because the past was fucked up. But is it as fucked up as the present? No, yeah. I would say it was actually much yeah. more normal when we weren't eating oh, candles yeah. and cigarettes. Yeah, it's true. They totally let kids buy cigarettes back then. They'd be like. I frequently bought cigarettes for my grandmother. Yeah. Like they'd be like, send the kid over, send the kid over to buy the cigarettes. Send my mom the would child. Buy cigarettes by the carton. Yes. They bought them by the carton. They'd be like, are we just doing the past now, Dan? Are we just doing the past? <laughs> Presence too grim. Dan, in the present, everybody in government is 6,000 years old. They are literally yeah. mentioned in the Bible and not in a good way. And they are glitching out. They yeah. don't know what's going on. And everything's on fire. And and they won't die. But no. all the good people do. Yes. This week has been a fucking nightmare. Yes. For people of a certain age that grew up feeling like they did not fit in with this world. To have Sinead O'Connor... And Paul Rubens, otherwise known as Pee Wee Herman, die within a few days of each other. Honestly, Maureen, has fucking wrecked me. And the very first thing that I thought on both of those is, oh, but these fuckers are still alive. Yeah. It's not well, all right. So if you don't know why Sinead, why people are reacting the way that they are to Sinead O'Connor, because you're like, I know that she was a singer in the past, but like, she was still a singer. She was very much a singer. Um, absolutely still making music. Here's why Sinead was so important. I mean, first of all, amazing voice. Just incredible. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like, just naturally had a voice that could knock a, a wall down. Yeah. A, a voice that was a force of nature unto itself. Oh, like nothing you've ever heard. And yeah. so she is this very kind of good-hearted, good-person Irish lady who fucked, didn't take, gave no fucks. She yeah. became famous when she was, like, they found her when she was young. Yeah, she was a teenager. And they were like, well, you have to look more feminine and you grow your hair out. And the very first thing she did was, they're like, oh, you want me to grow my hair out? And she went and she shaved it off. 
Yeah. Um, she she was young when she got pregnant. Like so, she was she was a young mother, a really yeah. young mother. And they were like, you can't be a mother. And and so she was bald. She would tie her like her baby's onesie off the back of her jeans. Um, she always spoke up for civil rights. She always spoke up for people. She she was one of those people that did like a, a thousand acts of kindness, but she was yeah. afraid of no one and nothing. And yeah. what got her in trouble was that at the end of a Saturday Night Live performance, she ripped up a picture of the Pope and said, fight the yeah. real enemy. And the reason she did that was because she had been, she had personally experienced and seen abuse within the Catholic Church, which yeah. is rife throughout Ireland. Yeah. She'd been in what used to be, it was like called a Magdalene Laundry, which was like a reform school, a very abusive reform school for girls. Uh, it, that some Under some of those laundries, they have found many bodies of people that were killed in those yeah. facilities. Um, and she was one of the first people that actively got out in front and said the Catholic Church is covering up abuse. Yeah. And, and people, she was, she oh, had her career destroyed for it. She was destroyed. Never, she was destroyed. Never recovered from. No. Just, you know, just punished forever. Essentially. And, and what she said about it was people say that I got my career. My career was ruined because I ripped up a photo. I say they're wrong. What screwed up my career was getting a number one album and getting really popular because I was a protest singer. What that the only people that got screwed up were the people making money off of me. I got my career back on track when I ripped up that photo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also was not at the time of her death called Sinead. She gave up that name. She was yeah. a devout Muslim for the last five years of her life. And I think her name was pronounced Shuhada. Um, yeah. so that was her actual name and people like very rightly like, yeah, also her name wasn't Sinead at the end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But so, boy, fucking yeah. her going Paul Rubens yesterday, who for me was just instrumental as a child. Yeah, the greatest. Re recognizing that humor could be weird and artsy and just, you know, I mean. The Another person Pee destroyed shit. for a real dumb yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both of them, both of them careers destroyed for, for shitty reasons, you know, and and responded, both of them, by simply continuing to be who they are. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, just both of them remarkable people, people that I, 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 it was interesting because, you know, when Sinead died, I noticed that, you know, across my entire kind of social sphere, everyone was mourning, you know, and it was like, didn't matter whether they were punks or art people or, or, you know, anything, they all, every single person was just, you know, bereft and, uh, and then the exact same thing happened again yesterday with, with Paul Rubens. And it was, ugh. Sinead was rough. the kind of person who, there's a very famous, like, late night talk show, like a, a real conversation show in Ireland. I forget what it's called. But I think they were talking about this issue of abuse. And she was watching it at home somewhere in Dublin. And somebody said something about, she fucking 
just in her t-shirt and jeans, just like got in a cab or whatever and went to the studio <laughs> and joined the show in progress. <laughs> just sat down, like no makeup, no nothing. She's got no, like she just came, sat down smoking her cigarette. She's like, let's go. <laughs> Famously joined this, sh- this conversation in yeah. progress. Yeah, man. Just a fucking hero. Truly an amazing, an amazing human being. And um, just absolutely, you know, and a couple, and when she did that on Saturday Night Live, there were some people that could absolutely go fuck themselves. One of whom is Madonna, who made fun of her for that. And like, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot of people can eat shit, you know. A lot of people can eat shit. So if you're just wondering, like, but that was one of the first people that literally stood up and said, hey, there's a, there's a massive abuse going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a fucking loss. And then but you've got Mitch McConnell literally just like just powering just, down in front of everyone. Still and we thought, tick, oh, oh, still ticking. And we're like, ah, ah, uh, Jana said yeah. when that happened, she said, you know, I don't drink anymore. But when the news of that guy finally going hits, I am running out and buying a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I love it. It really is one of those, you know, things are so. I thought they'd maybe stopped. No, but they haven't again. No, they just started again. That's nice for you. Something really lodged in that sewer. It's nice. It's beautiful (laughs) here. It's just beautiful here. Then I feel bad because I'm so full of cake. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so full full of cake tea and cake and but now and everyone is i have been eating like absolute 100 percent trash for the last week and i i don't mind it i discovered maureen that there is a gas station not far from here that has the most incredible array of takis based products that i have never seen in my entire life until I, i i happened upon it and my word first of all the takis hot nuts unbelievable just they are peanuts and they are oh they are so good but also they make like a potato chip now oh good did you someone say hot nuts yeah i knew that was gonna happen hey what's up i started saying it i was like amy carter's shoe what's up i want to hear more about these nuts okay well so they are takis branded they are literally called hot nuts they know what they're doing I sure I would love some hot nuts in my mouth. I ate a bag of hot nuts. I want a whole bag of those hot nuts. <sighs> that Mitch McConnell's looking pretty good too. I gotta say, he's no my man, but I don't. I but Mama like, Mama like. I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. So uncomfortable. Oh, I like that little turtle face. I like the fact. That it's all neck all the way up. I like that. Oh, my God. I like that. I bet he's got some hot nuts. But there's oh a whole God. situation going on there. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm in hell. Yeah. Oh. Tell me more. Uh, I'll start him up again. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> That's horrible. I'll That's start that. horrible. Start me up. Yeah. Oh, my God, help me. I'll find the reset switch. You know what I'm saying? Trapped. Yay. 
<laughs> you know what's happening, Dan? What? I'll tell you what's happening. What? And this isn't, it's not that everything's about me. Okay. I'm just saying that what I, I mean, can feel. It's fine. Personally, what I'm feeling is that I will come through. It's like my English family is all very like. They like to do nice things, whereas my American mm-hmm. family is like, everything is terrible. Let's mm-hmm. do terrible things and let's <laughs> hear about all the suffering of everyone. And they're like, it's just suffering. It's like, well, so-and-so is sick. Like, it's all just like, yeah. uh, let's go sit in front of Wawa and cry. Like, that's just sort of what the energy is. Yeah. Here it's like, would you like, oh, I, I just, oh, I wrote. Oh, I rolled out of bed onto a crate of champagne. Like, it just feels like that's how they live here. And what is going to happen is I'm going to come back and I'm going to be carrying this, like, cool English cake energy with the lips and the teeth and the cake that everyone's having, toasting each other. Yeah. And what I'm coming back to, Dan, is the beginning of our hot Watergate fall. Oh, yeah. Of our, I mean, it's not even the beginning in full swing. But Dan, let's not. Someone who runs indictment.fyi got, got a special bonus round of indictment. Bonus round. Yeah, so last week, uh, everyone suddenly, the old Jack Smith, who my brain always wants to call Jack Clark, uh, the special counsel that is investigating Trump on two fronts on the Mar-a-Lago uh, documents stuff and also on uh, January 6th and election interference. Uh, suddenly last week, it seemed like the election interference stuff, which has been one of those like it's been like a little soup that you've had simmering on the stove the whole time. But nobody's really paying much attention to it. Suddenly that thing came to a boil because uh, Donald Trump went on Truth Social and said that uh, said that he had received a target letter, which is one of the kind of last steps involved in a, in a process, uh, basically a letter saying, hey, you're the target of an investigation. And uh, that usually means the investigation is about to wrap up. And then late last week, his lawyers met with Jack Smith, which seemed like, oh boy, this is for real, um, which is what they did uh, before the Manhattan stuff, what they did before uh, the Mar-a-Lago stuff. Um, basically, you if you are a defendant, your lawyers come and basically say, come on now, you don't really need to do this, do you? Let's talk this through. So that happened. And everyone was like, well, these indictments are dropping. And then indictments did drop. But Maureen, switcheroo, they were about the Mar-a-Lago documents again. Boom. Round two. Round two. A whole new defendant has entered. (laughs) Carlos DeLavria, property manager and maintenance worker at Mar-a-Lago now named, so the third person in the Mar-a-Lago thing, along with uh, Donald Trump's Diet Coke valet, Walt Nauta, and uh, Trump himself. Now the third named uh, named defendant in this case. He is also possibly the guy that emptied the pool into the server room. <laughs> seems, seems like something, especially when you consider the reason that he has been added in. They also added in some new charges, all of which had to do with asking for... Uh, for servers that held security camera footage to be erased. 
Uh, there is a in the in the in the indictment that they uh, that they put out. There is all sorts of dialogue between Nauta and Dial Valeria and uh, and Trump and everyone just basically being like, hey, you know what? You know what? Why don't we just erase these cameras? Then then you know what? They don't they don't got nothing on us. Just go ahead and erase them. There's a quote or a text from 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 Carlos uh, where he tells an IT guy like, hey, the boss wants this er- this erased. And uh, to the to the IT guy's credit, he basically was like, well, one, I don't even know how to do that. And two, which is I love that because that's every IT guy's first response to a thing they don't, don't want to do. Right. I like, don't know. I don't know how to do that. It's like you're the IT guy. Of course, you know how to do that. But. <laughs> Nobody knows that you know how to do that. So you just say, oh, I don't know how to do that. That's like A1 IT guy, you know, thing. But then he gets pressed on it and he goes, you know what? I don't think we should do that, which is like the last honest man in that entire world. Wow. Can you imagine being that guy at Mar-a-Lago? Right. I can't imagine he's still that guy at Mar-a-Lago, but uh, he's probably not at Mar-a-Lago anymore. But yeah, so whole new, whole new charges. It's a whole new world over there at the in the documents case. Uh, but it was a real switcheroo because everyone was expecting stuff to drop uh, on the election interference investigation um, for which it now seems any minute now, possibly even today. The, I do know that the grand jury is in session today. They aren't in mm-hmm. session every day of the week. Um, so who knows? Uh, the last thing I saw before we started recording was that they had broken for lunch. Okay, so it's around two twenty there, and they it did sound like they had barricades up. And well, the barricades—that's a whole other one, Maureen. That's at Fulton County, Georgia. Barricades are up at the courthouse in Fulton County, Georgia, because of course we are in the window now of time that everyone expects uh, Fulton County DA Fannie Willis to drop so, her indictment. So the grand jury is in D.C. Grand jury's in D.C. This is a, this is a Jack Smith joint. So, and then you've got Fannie Willis in in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, doing her thing. They are both looking in. Oh, good! They started rot, rotting sewer again. Perfect. <laughs> um, they are both looking into election interference. Fannie Willis, specific to Georgia, uh, and Jack Smith, kind of, you know, whole hog across the across the entire U.S. And they are both imminent in dropping who do you think will go first it probably jack smith you think or i mean i don't know like like you said uh last week they installed barricades around the courthouse of fulton county um she has done some uh press very recently like yesterday where she basically said things are ready to go so um so i mean it has seemed like her stuff has been wrapped up for a long time. I know she had to convene a different grand jury in order to actually indict. And, but that grand jury has been indicted for a while. Um, and Jack Smith, it's, it's a little bit mysterious because it seemed like it was going nowhere. Then all of a sudden it seemed like it was wrapping up. Um, my gut is he might drop first, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but we'll see. Wow, I, I would hate to be the guy running an indictment FYI right now. I would hate to be that guy too. <laughs> so Dan, we're going. Thank goodness I'm not. Four, four indictments, Dan. 
for. Yeah. It, like, it I seems, know we all know it's for, like, but it's for. Uh, we have two for sure. Uh, two highly probable. The interesting thing about the both of these next ones, um, you know, the Manhattan one is just Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, the documents one is now Trump and two other dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of these might be might be a whole goon squad. Yeah, like it's. So and the one in certainly Georgia is going to be more than just Trump and could well be folks like Rudy. And Uh, the one in D.C. is going to involve a whole bunch of stuff with January 6th. Yeah. Yeah. So so we don't even know what kind of crazy nonsense is coming, coming, come out of that. No. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's certainly both of them are going to be uh, something. Yes, it certainly is going to be something. It is certainly going to be something. It is also all happening in the shadow of the Republican presidential primary season, which is fully underway at this point, and for which the first debate is just three weeks away. (laughs) And despite the fact that Trump keeps getting into further and further legal peril, he only increases his lead over everyone else. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, who when we spoke, I would say probably six months ago, it was like, well, maybe that guy could actually beat Trump. He is now polling at 17 percent. I think I'm polling at polling at 16 percent. So, you know, it's that's so low. Trump is polling at 54 (sighs) percent. Everyone else is at 3 percent or below, which is essentially the margin of error of any poll. You know, an English family member here said. Well, you know, I thought there was no way Trump would ever come back and run again. And he seems to be. And do you really think he'll do well? And I just look, I just, Dan, I just. Yeah. I just You are all please another Pims quick. I just stared through the wall into the, like Mona Lisa down. I was like, Mona fucking Lisa, (laughs) just half smiling, just in front of a a a beautiful landscape with just an enigmatic smile. (laughs) Just. Just, just no fucks. I'm just like, In fact, the New York Times today just had a, it had a poll of, Good. of not primary run-up, but actual. Good. And at this point, it appears that Trump and Biden are tied. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's exactly yeah, that's what right. I was hoping you'd say. Dan, yeah. um, so we come back. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be back on the fourth, and then you know, the it started. Then it started. It's oh yeah, it's a hundred percent just started, and it's it will on. not stop until next November, and then probably not because last time that went on yeah. for a while. Uh, oh, then yeah. we had four seasons total landscape, and it ended in a in a in a in, in, a, in a coup in a coup. Mm, and they tried. Remember that was remember they tried to kill Mike Pence. <laughs> I sure do. They were going to kill that guy. They were going to remember when they tried to kill Mike Pence. They were going to kill that man. I cannot. What day is the first debate? Do you remember when he was being told to get in a limo and get out of there? And he refused because he he was like, I don't trust the people that are telling me to get in a limo. They were going to murder that man in a limo. Only time I'd ever thought I was like, maybe Mike Pence isn't completely stupid. That limo was going to leave the Capitol mm-hmm. and drive right into the Potomac. Right to Murdertown. 
Do you think that they like he noticed he like peered in and noticed that the driver was dressed in a full scuba suit and he was like, hmm, <laughs> something it's, feels off here. Why is the back seat full of bricks? <laughs> <laughs> why is every window smashed out? What's all this duct tape for? <laughs> they were gonna kill that man. Why are all these trash bags in the back seat? They were going to kill that man. And now he is trying to run the world's most polite presidential campaign. It's wonderful to watch. It is. It truly is. What what date is that first debate, Dan? I'm excited. Uh, I believe that it is the 23rd of August. I think I may still, I may just be back from Philadelphia. Because I'm going down for my... We are going to still be on the road. So I I think I'm going... I think we get back on the 24th. So the chances that I will be able to watch it are low. Although now that I say that, I realize I can just watch it on my phone. So I'll probably end up watching it. But we will not be able to do a next day uh, uh, take on it. Dan, we're going to have to do something. Because that shit is going to be magical. But uh, but we just won't be able to do it. it. Traditionally, we have done some kind of next day debate reaction episodes. And I but say that, that one, we will be driving. Remembering how sick I felt during the 20 minutes of the of the town hall that I watched. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think had that a, the, the chances yeah. that Trump is going to be at this debate is almost zero. You, you think? Yeah, I, it, there's it only benefits everyone else if he's there. And I think he knows that he's, I don't he's know, Dan. TV savvy enough to know that I don't know. Uh, he has no reason to show up. Dan, he is so evilly good at just beating the shit out of other people. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like he just, yeah, but, but just by showing up, allowing the moments where people will take their sort of ham fisted attempts at beating on him, mm-hmm. uh, he elevates them. I don't think, I think he knows enough to know that he, he, he they only benefit if he shows up. But if he doesn't show up, then uh, who even watches? He doesn't want to look weak, though. Yeah, I don't think he looks weak, though. I think he looks, I, I mean, I don't want to compliment the man, but I think not showing up, I think, would make him seem very savvy because these are all just little, they're just little, like, yippy dogs at his ankles right like he doesn't need to he doesn't need to bring them kibble i don't know i think he's gonna show up if he's not you know on in a courtroom somewhere (laughs) he could well be he's gonna be in so much court (laughs) yeah he is gonna be in so much court he could be Um, in court on election day yeah oh yeah i mean he's got you know not only does he have um not only does he have the the Manhattan DA um, case and the Mar-a-Lago case, which are in March and May for trial, there is uh, starting in October. The Trump Organization is has a trial in in New York as well, um, and then there's round two on Eugene Carroll, which I think is scheduled for January. So he's got he's already got a lot of trial. That's and six. That's yeah. six trials, Dan. That's six. Yeah. yeah. You Four know, the, of them are the, criminal. The um, E. Jean Carroll and the Trump org are not criminal cases. They are civil but, cases. But, but the other four things are. Yeah. yeah. The other four That's things are. Four. Yeah. Criminal cases. Yeah. 
Remember when he was the first president to be impeached? Mm. And then, and was that true? Wait, did I just... No, I he was not the first. Yeah, there were two others. Bill Clinton was, yeah. And uh, so was Andrew Jackson. Oh, thank you. I believe. Uh, he was the first president to be impeached twice. Yeah. Then he became the first president to be indicted once, then twice. Soon, first president to be indicted three times, then four. My gut is that is going to hold. That record will hold. The first president to be indicted four times, no one's ever, no one's ever doing that one. Yeah. He'll you also act like we're going to have other presidents, so I don't well, know. Well, I mean, you know, we're all going to die first from fires. <laughs> Dan! It's so hot, Maureen. <clears throat> I'm sitting outside in the shade and it's hot. I'm listening to the wind tickling the trees. I wish. It's a little chilly. I would like to be in England. Just a Except little bit. It's also a basket case of a country right now. It really is. It really They're is, still Dan. Rotting. Every now and then, I'm like, oh, they stopped. And then, boom, right back in it. What do you think is in that sewer? I mean, it's nothing like a good. Body. Dan, you is can it? always pick them, Dan. I don't know. This is my favorite, one of our fav- very favorite campgrounds of all time. But boy, right now. They're not, really in that sewer, so huh? They're really, they're just going at it. Is that Welcome to the sewer cast. It's wonderful because you know how much I enjoy background noise when I yeah. edit. Uh, so this is going to really make me happy in just a few hours when I start editing this thing. Do you, do you want me to take you out so you can hear the trees and the birds? Well, I won't be able to hear them over the sound of the sewer being rotted 50 feet from me. <laughs> Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our Patreon, where not only most Sundays do you get this all over again, but if you give it the $10 a month level, you get a really cool sticker in the mail because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. That's at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music was performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter at says who at omfg.town on mastodon uh that hey that is h-e-y at says who podcast.com that is via email you can join the discussion on facebook at slash group slash says whovians our facebook group is moderated by janice dillard and if you want to join the fan run discord server you can go to tinyurl.com slash says who discord whatever you do spread the word subscribe leave stars and reviews on apple podcasts spotify or wherever it is that you listen and you can join us maybe next week i hope next week august 9th for our next episode i'm going to be in the grand canyon when we need to record maureen i'll be um, home i'm not 100 percent sure that i'm going to have the connection uh, a robust enough connection to do it but if i do you will see us August 9th uh, from outside my trailer in Lyons, Colorado, where they are ro- rotting the sewer that will not give, apparently. I am dancing her. From the cool and rainy town of city of Cheltenham in England, where I'm about to go around the corner to the pub, where everyone will go, hey, Maureen's here. And then they'll raise a glass and we'll all laugh and say something like, well, that's a big bird, isn't it? Well, that's what we won't say, but it was just a big bird outside and... And everyone will go, yay! And then we'll, hey, you know, dun, 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 dun. and then we'll come home and play a board game and go, dun, 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 dun. and then just that. And then someone, my sister in law, will be like, I'll make an eaten mess, even though it's 11 o'clock at night, which is what she did last night. Hold on. And we were What's playing an a- eaten mess? It is crushed up meringues. Oh, now an excavator's driving by. It's crushed up meringues, um, 
fruit like strawberries and raspberries and cream oh, all crushed that together. That's incredible. Sometimes they add a little thing like a couple drops of elderflower syrup or something sure. or um, like, but yes, it's mostly just crushed up meringues, cream and strawberries and raspberries, things like that. That sounds amazing. I want that. And then we all played a board game, like a fun board game while we were eating like midnight eating mess together around a table. Don't go. Stay. I mean, listen to that. Listen to what I just said. I know. I'm going to come back. I'm going to get, that is a huge bird, whatever that is. It's like a fucking, it's like a, a, a hawk or something or a, so a kind of, I'm going to stay here down. I'm going to get really into falconry or something. That's that the plan. That's great. I'm not Do going it. anywhere. Become Do a it. beekeeper. Uh, this is Maureen Johnson's Ben Says Who Boing. I wonder how long they're going to be sprouting the sewer. I wonder how long it takes to get into falconry. <laughs> <laughs>